What's going on, people? I am Swaver, and this is the Opinionated Facts Media Group Podcast. I'm joined by my amazing team and co-hosts, Jern To Be Great and Coco Love. He took a little leave of absence, but he'll be back next Sunday. So uh, we're going to go right into it today uh, on our podcast, our mission is to build better relationships within our community through using the power of conversation. Today, we have two topics of conversation that we're going to talk about, one being some interesting things about dating and how early people can actually start dating. And I never knew these things. So I'm going to share with you guys today from my research. And also Jenny's going to be talking about the divorce that Jenny and Jeezy are going through right now. So I'm going to jump right into it and start with my topic first. So I'm going to ask you guys this question here. What is the earliest age do you think people start dating? The earliest they start? Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, maybe 16, I guess. Okay, yeah, 16. I would say at least 16, I guess. Okay, well, check this out. According to WebMD, for girls, it's 12 and a half, and for boys, it's 13 and a half. Yeah, I was thinking, I mean, to what capacity? 12 and 13, you know, what are you doing? for? <laughs> Maybe at the sandbox or something, <laughs> I don't know. Playground. But I just thought that that was really interesting that people started, like, they perceive that as dating so early. Now, here's something else, though. According to joinonelove.org, the average first kiss age is 15. Did y'all know? I mean, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, like, I can't. Right. That's not surprising. Okay. So check this out. According to bustle.com, they took a survey and they said about 55% of the people that they took the survey on said that they fell in love for the first time between the age 15 and 18. Did y'all know that? Yeah, I can believe that too. Yeah. I thought I was in love at 14. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, here's something that's just going to kind of bring it home for you guys. PlannedParenthood.org said that the average person has had sex by the age of 17. Did y'all know that? When I was in school, it was a lot of high school pregnancy. So, yeah, I can totally believe that. Yeah, it's, um, it's some like younger than that. That would probably be the ideal age. Actually, to me, the ideal age would be 18. What made me think about this was. When you look at a person that's 25 years old, maybe they're just about to get married or they're in something serious at that point in their life. You're not really thinking about how long they've been dating because think about it. If they felt like they was in love for the first time at 15 and they're 25, that means they've been dating for about 10 years. I mean, you, you never think about it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Or even 35. If you started kissing people, having sex with people in your teens, you could have been like full-fledged doing what grown people are doing or, you know what I'm saying, like married people are doing for the past 20 years. And I just thought that was really interesting because I never thought about it that way. Yeah, been getting it in for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) It makes you understand like why some people may be more tired of relationships than others because they probably have had 20 years of experience. But when you look at a person that is 30 or 40, you don't really think of them as a a 20, 30 year vet in a dating world. You kind of just look at past maybe five or six, maybe even 10 years in some cases, but you never go back that far. And so a lot of the um, articles that I was reading about, okay, well, what's an appropriate age? They never really gave an age. I mean, you did have some that said that 16 is a good starting age, but some people, and this, I'm talking about doctors and stuff, were saying that that's still not a good age because a lot of times people are not at that level of maturity. And that's what it boiled down to. In the end, what I took from everything that I was reading was that it really depends on how mature a person is because some people are just more mature than others. And I was just thinking like the amount of trauma that people go through because at that age, think about it. When you're a teen in early twenties, it's not very much that you really know yourself to be talking about participating in sex and, and, and participating in what you may consider to be love. I mean, do you really know? Are you really in a position in your life to understand what that is? But then I started to come back on myself and said, well, shoot, it's some people that's in their thirties and forties and fifties that don't know. So I just thought it was interesting. So what do you guys think about that? To me, it makes me think about just a lot of people that, have been in like serial relationships, like, you know, back to back to back. 
And to think that that could have started like around the age of 15, 16 or whatever, just constantly in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're growing, you're evolving. So you never really get that space and opportunity to just figure out who you are as an individual. So that that's very interesting to me. I'm reminded of uh, Sex in the City. It's a line that the character Charlotte said, you know, she was dating someone or she was trying to get to know someone or something. And she was kind of whining. I think somebody told her, you know, like, you'll meet the right one. You know, don't worry, you'll meet the right person. And she's like, I've been dating since I was 15. Where is he? I'm exhausted. <laughs> this kind of reminds yeah. me. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you if you have been dating since, you know, for that long, or whatever, like you said, yeah, you can definitely be sick of it. <laughs> um, especially depending upon your experiences or whatever. But at some point, depending upon what's going on for you, you should like Journey said, kind of be to yourself so that you can figure out what's going on, what is the common denominator here, whatever. So but that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to share that with y'all. I thought that was like really crazy. It took me back a little bit myself to see, is this true? I'm looking at, at the milestones that uh, for me, and when I say milestones, I mean some of the things in reference to what I was researching. And I was like, man, it's really ironic like how accurate that is because like you said, Journey, like I remember going to school and sex was a huge thing in high school. I mean, it was big in junior high. And when you start to look at what you know, as you get older and you say, it's no way that could have worked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those people that you feel like you mm-hmm. was with, it's no way that would have worked out and how strongly you feel about it at that time. I just thought it was interesting. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, we're going to transition a little bit here. So what, what it was that you was talking about, about uh, J- Jenny and Jeezy and divorce? Yeah, um, of course, y'all know they're getting divorced. Well, let me ask you this. Were y'all surprised when y'all heard they were dating? Well, get married? Because I think I found out about it like after they got married. Oh, yeah, I kind of was. Okay, yeah. were oh. you surprised when they got a divorce? Um, Honestly, no. I was kind of rooting for them in a way Um, because mm-hmm. of, I guess, all kinds of other reasons. But um no nah, not really i mean it's divorce is like everywhere now what about you Coco? were you shocked i was a little surprised just because i don't think i follow her i can't remember but i do see her like kind of pop up on my social media and i feel like she was just recently like gushing over his book so i was a little surprised but not completely yeah i guess i was just kind of indifferent to the whole thing but um i ended up coming across a video that was talking about their marriage and what i thought was very interesting they showed a clip of jenny and her mom having a conversation so her father father ended up leaving her mom at some point during Jenny's childhood because her mother clearly stated this came from her mother that she had anger issues she was very disrespectful to the father and he eventually got tired of it and he left so they showed another clip where it was just Jenny being interviewed and she was talking about she never realized her anger issues and that she kind of can pop off at the mouth until she was with Jeezy because she said nobody ever really called her out on it and she was just talking about you know mm-hmm. she they got into it whatever he just checked her on and she said was saying that she had to kind of dial it back and they also showed another interview this may have been something with the talk show um she was on but she was like she's going to be submissive to her husband and things of that nature so it just kind of makes you speculate that she never really did become this submissive wife like she may have went into the relationship maybe she had toned down the whole boss chick attitude thing and maybe she got married got comfortable and it started to come out and then also 
they were saying her mother was living with them also. So it just made mm-hmm. me think like, okay, you know, she might be going off on them snapping. The mom probably snapping. So, you know, at some point he probably, you know what, it, it, I'm done. So yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering in your opinion, well, I guess it was two things like, can that work with the mom living with you in your marriage? And can you really go from this boss chick mentality and just all of a sudden snap your fingers and become submissive? Well, it's funny. I was just talking, literally just talking to my mom about this earlier today because I think she brought it up. And I think I saw the same video that you're referring to um, okay. where they mentioned that she had a little bit of a temper mm-hmm. and she would kind of be going off or whatever. And like, it, it wasn't until he checked her on it and she was like, okay, you know, I, I need to work on that. And then I also saw the same thing it said, but when I saw it said that her mother and her brother was living with them. So oh, I was okay. you know, telling my mom about it or whatever. And I was like, you know, he probably... My understanding, I think he originally filed in June, but I guess it just got really like put into place, whatever, recently. So mm-hmm. my guess is that when he did that, maybe she was like, okay, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to get them up out of here, whatever. I don't know. And she didn't. And he was like, well, I can't deal with it or whatever. But as far as the mother and brother living with me and my significant other, I would not be okay with it unless the parent, mother, you know, saying it's like sick, really sick and like can't do for themselves. Mm-hmm. I I love my mom like to death, but I don't, I don't want to live with my own mom. So I right. <laughs> don't want your mom. <laughs> And I mean, you know, I'm just saying that I, I don't, I don't want that. And so, and I don't know if she slid them up in there without talking to him first. Cause if so, that's a big problem too. As far as the boss shit thing, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like you can, if you work on it, I don't know if you can just snap your fingers. No, but you can work on your mouth, either that or they're going to leave. So I think if that was the case, as I didn't know about that, I think he did right. I mean, if that's true, if you are in a situation where you can't communicate correctly, you should try to talk to the person that you're with, maybe even seek some help. But you know, nobody wants to deal with that all the time, constantly. I mean, so some people put up with it and some people don't. So I just think Jesus was like, yeah, I ain't got to deal with that. But then I don't want to glorify divorces either. I think it's bad. I think anytime people get together, especially when children are involved, then they go a separate way. You know, everybody's going to root for whether Jeezy, if they like him or for her, if they like her. But at the end of the day, that's the destruction of a family or a separation of yeah. a family. So that's never good. Yeah, I agree. And I also want to bring up, too, with the whole parents living with you. I think that's more like a cultural thing, because just thinking about it just now, the lady that does my nails, her mother lives with her and her husband. Like I said, I I guess it may just come down to culture, but even still, like, kind of get that stuff squared away in the beginning. Well, I want to thank you for sharing it. I had no idea that all that was going on. (laughs) Yeah. But to our list, I just want to ask you guys, um, when did you start dating? When did you start having sex and all that other stuff? If you want to share that with us or just share one or two of your thoughts with us about that particular topic. And also, what do y'all think about this Jeezy and Jenny situation? I mean, how would you have handled it if these uh, allegations are actually true? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like our content. And let us know what you guys want us to cover. We'll we'll definitely uh, get to it. But I am Swaver, joined by Journey to Be Great, Coco Love. This is the Opinionated Facts Media Group Podcast. Until next time, peace.